0: Thank you, Miss Karen. Let's go to the Word this morning. Here we go. Change my mind. Everybody's trying to change my mind lately. Come on, leave me alone. You wouldn't believe last week I went out to my truck. There's notes on my truck. Since I got an ugly letter, I'm getting all these nice letters now. They're on my truck, they're in my email box, they're at the post office. And, uh, but anyway, that's sweet of you. I don't hardly ever get any ugly letters because I will take them just like I did and talk about the people like a dog. That's what happens when, don't write an ugly letter unless you want that to happen. I mean, to anybody, right? You know, I have a rule of thumb. I've been doing it for years. I told Dina this years ago and uh, she's been with me 30 years. Alex understands this. I never write an email, a text. A letter, ever, with anything negative. Even if it's just as plain as Jane. I mean, because people, between my pen and their eyes and ears, Satan gets involved. And it's just a good practice. If you don't have, like, if you have something good to say, don't say nothing at all. If you have something good to write, don't write nothing at all. Did you hear me or not say? And uh, anyway, so people trying to change my mind on a few issues, not happening. But I have a screwy mind, and I need a mind change, and I'm still in the process of all these years needing my mind changed and worked, and I need the mind of Christ. I don't need the mind of Gary, the mind of Lucy or Jack or whatever. I need the mind of Jesus Christ, and that's what this series is about, change my mind. That's going to be strong. Last week, I just went with it. It wasn't the message. This was last week's message, but last week... It was important that a lot of you know me, but many of you don't. You need to know that Gary was not a Christian. A lot of people, well, I've just always believed, you have not. If you were blessed to grow up in a good home with Christian parents, or even grandparents, or even a town that was conservative, so many of the values you have are because of the Bible. Did you hear me? Countries, towns, families have been influenced by God's Word. But that doesn't make you a believer in Christ. You have to personally put your faith in Christ. And then you have your battle, your struggle through life, etc. So I wanted to show you mine last week, and that's what we did in the, me- in the message. Now we're ready to roll in this series. Y'all ready or not? Say. Y'all ready? Come on. Come on. If Pastor Steve falls asleep, somebody pop him in the head. Okay, here we go. I'm surrounded by preachers today. It's intimidating. Here we go. Change my mind. I need a mind change. Let's talk about it. See what we can get. Roll, Rog, if you don't mind. Last week we went a little bit into this, but not much. So we'll roll right through it a little bit. Here's the question. Can I have the mind of Christ? It sounds kooky, almost like a cult. He's saying you can have the mind of Jesus. Well, I'm saying it because the Bible says it. I'm from Rockingham, okay? Met some folks from Carolina up the road from where I grew up, and they knew it was the race town. We were hellraisers, drinkers, good football players and baseball players, but we were bad people. A lot of us, Okay. And that's just the way it is. So, I mean, so I didn't make this up. You can surely bet Gary didn't make up this mind of Christ stuff, okay? So, can I have the mind of Christ? The answer is yes. And you're going to see that in the Scriptures. Amen? And we're going to walk with it. So, can my mind, my thinking be changed to be like the mind of Christ? The answer is what? Yes. How many with a lifted hand would say, since I've become a Christian, a believer in Christ, my mind has Changed a lot. Let me see somehow. A lot. A lot. All right. There you go. So you just got testimony right here in front of you today, what we're going to be talking about, but we're going to dig a little deeper. So the answer is yes. Last week we looked at some of these scriptures. I'm going to ask him to go ahead and give you that screen right there. Say these verses with me. They're powerful, but I really want you to think of them as the mind. The mind. Jesus Christ asking you to come to him with your thinking, with your life, with your baggage, with your crap. Amen. With your thinking, with some of our views are nuts, man. And we're coming to the Lord. Look what he says. Say it out loud with me. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. What? Here's some words. Say it with me. Learn of me, for I am what? Meek and lowly of heart and you shall find rest for your soul. Stop right there. How many? It's your mind. It's your mind that at times in your life, it has absolutely tormented you. Can I see some hands? It's absolutely tormented. And my hands up, man, I'm gonna tell you that right now. Tormented me. Tormented me. And Jesus is saying to us, come unto me. I'm not gonna hit you over the head with a bat. Okay. I'm not gonna send you off to seminary. No, I'm going to give you some rest. I'm going to help your crazy head. Okay? Last part. Verse 30, please read it with me. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. How many since you've come to Christ, you've lived for Christ, not perfect, but your life is a whole lot easier than the running and the chasing you used to do. Let me see some hands. I mean it is a lot easier than the Yeah, thank the Lord. We ought to praise him this morning. It's a whole lot easier. You know? But the devil's a liar. He's always been a liar. Okay? He's the father of lies. But he'll tell us if we become a Christian, I have to give up this. I have to give it's just such bull. Living for Christ, having the mind of Christ is a beautiful life. You know? And I imagine some of you in here, you remember what it was to run around on your wife. You got a wife at home and you're out there catting around. It gets pretty busy, doesn't it? Or you're staying out late at the bars or shooting up the drugs. And you come to Christ and you find somebody that loves you. And he accepts you right where you are. And he takes you like my mother. A drunk. She comes to Christ, pours that Pabst Blue Ribbon down that cast iron sink. Never drinks another drop. We live in a world today that says you can't do that anymore. You've got to be careful. They might jump off a bridge if they quit too fast. <sighs> I still believe Jesus makes a difference. I still believe if you give your life to Christ, your head to Christ, your heart to Christ, and your ways to Christ, you can, you can have the best life you've ever dreamed of. It's incredible. Come on. It's crazy. Amen. Come on. Let's go. So let's talk about it. He says you can do this, you can have this, it's not going to kill you, okay? Keep going, Raj. So Jesus Christ is the one who made it possible for me to have the mind of Christ. He's the one that made me in his image, not Harvard University, okay, or a political party. Got it? Yes or no? I'm made in the image of God. If anybody needs to tell me how to think, it's him. Do y'all hear me or not? Say, it's him, his thinking, not their thinking newscasts one after the other, telling me what to think, telling me what to think, telling me what to think. And we don't spend any time in the word of God and wonder why our country is screwed up and why our family's a mess. This is God's word. You can have the mind of Christ. Amen. Come on, man. And I am no great expert, but I've been through some crap. Okay. And I'm going to tell you right now, God can get yourself out of some crap and he can set your feet on a solid what? Rock, and he can establish your goings, man. God is awesome. He has always blessed me. He has always been good to Gary. Flat out. Amen? And that's my thinking. Used to not be my thinking. But how can we have that? The Bible says, who has known the mind of the Lord, that we can instruct him. But that's where much of the church is today. We're telling God the way things are. We even do it as solid believers. I can't believe you're letting this happen to me. Oh, no, it couldn't have been your fault or her fault. It's God's fault. You hear me or not? Can't believe I lost my job. I mean, listen, that you let these, that we just, we're always talking back to God. It's time we hush and receive from him and listen. I want the mind of Christ. Say that with me. I want the mind of Christ. So who are we to instruct him? The Bible says, "Sit with me, but we have the mind of Christ. And we're, we're fixing to get where we're going. It's not going to take long today. I say that so I could be lying. But we're going to have two points. You will never have the mind of Christ. I don't care if you're a pastor like me or Pastor Steve. Doesn't matter. He nor I will never have, nor you, the mind of Christ if we don't have the two points I'm going to give you today. It does not matter. You hear me or not say? So this is foundational to the whole shebang. It's amazing. Once you get these two, and it's going to be a lifelong journey on these two. But it's amazing how then it's like a, like a little bit of an avalanche. It starts to roll, and then it comes down to heal, baby. And you start to think, man, look at me. God's blessed me. Amen. You start to think better, and God will help you. So here we start with Philippians chapter 2. Any of you who, who knew I was doing this series, you probably thought I would use this scripture. The Bible says, say this verse with me. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Is that what it says or did I make that up? Is that what it says? Okay, that's a big giant Bible you're looking at right there. Okay? Say it again. Let this mind be in you, which was also in... So that's what I need. Yes, But I don't know what it is yet. That's okay. Hold on. But it says, that's what I need. It's a command. You let this happen. You do this. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So I got no argument there. This is what I need. Yes or no? Amen. Because we're all sinners. We're flawed. We still get crazy. Amen. And I have to watch it. I was at the DMV this week. Me at the DMV is worth money. I'd love to see Pastor Gary at the DMV. I should do little videos. I could be a millionaire. There's no doubt about it. So I go in the DMV, and I've known these people for years. This is my town. McKee. I know these people. So I go into the DMV, and I'm helping Mitch. We had a truck in Carolina, and it was registered in Carolina. We bought it in Carolina. Well, now the truck's coming to Florida, so we'd like to be good people in the in the county, and we'd like to get a Florida tag. Thank you. We get there. Well, we didn't have the insurance. Oh man, that's true because all my other stuff was here, you know. So that's okay. We run to the insurance place. Are y'all cool with the story or not? So I go to the insurance place. No problem. Get the insurance. Come back with my little insurance thing. You see it? Yay! Yeah, right there. Yeah. And so. Then we get there and say, uh, do you have a bill of sale? No, it's my truck. It's his truck. We ain't buying it from ourselves. But I didn't say that. I was very good. I didn't understand. I wish they'd have told me while I was gone, before I left. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so that's okay. So I said, maybe it's in the glove compartment. That's the box thing for y'all that don't know what that is. We used to call it glove compartment. I have no idea why. I guess that's where you kept your gloves, but I have no idea. But anyway, so sure enough, there was a bill of sale in there from back when. We go get it. Bring it in. I'm so happy. You can imagine how good I'm feeling. woo yeah. Woo! Come in. Sorry. It doesn't show where you paid the taxes on it. Is that what, is that what a bill, have you ever got a bill of sale and they put the taxes right on it from a guy on the street you buy a car from? I don't remember that, okay? It's a new way to, to make money, I think. There's a racket out there, I'll just say it, but anyway. So, needless to say, I wasn't angry, I didn't raise my voice, nothing. But the lady who's ahead of everything, they ask her, and I'm leaving, and I know her, and I know a lot of them. But she's not very nice to me. And the way she's talking. And last time I checked, we pay their salaries, I thought. You understand? Now, I wasn't rude or anything. But uh, but it was not good. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good. So as I'm walking out, I see the little guy over here who's the little checker in her joker. Young, young guy, young And I said, I looked at him, I said, and I also said it over the glass so they could hear. I said, it's not acceptable speech and conversation to speak to me like that at all, period. Okay? And the fellow, the young fellow's like, he's like, uh, are you here, sir? Hope you are. But anyway, he was like agreeing with what she had said and the demeanor she had used. I was like, no, no, son, that's not how we do it. You understand that? This isn't acceptable. And she heard me say that. Uh oh. And Mitch is with me turning a ghostly color. <laughs> he can't take me to, and I'm gonna go on a trip with him for a few days, me and Joel and him. it's gonna be fun. But anyway, so the lady comes around, I gotta get to the message. The lady comes around. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Pastor, hold on. She comes around and she says, I was getting pulled back and forth. And she said, I'm sorry. And I said, well, this is my town. We don't talk to people like that in this town like that. That's not the way we do it. I said, I'm your biggest defenders at the DMV. I support you people. And I know her boss. I've known her for years since she's a young girl. I, got a, I could pull up the phone and had a picture of me with arm around her. But I didn't. But the fact of the matter is she apologized. Beautiful. And I told her I do the same thing from time to time. I talk like I shouldn't. Amen, yes or no? So the point is, the mind of Christ, I know that's a crazy story. And I don't even know why I told it, but it is a good story. And then as I'm walking out the door, I said, Mitch, I'm sorry you had to go through that. You know what Mitch said? No, Dad, I'm glad you did it. I'm proud of you. You did the right thing. You know what I'm saying? And we changed a little environment there. We changed an environment. It wasn't me hollering, berating. We don't do that. You can have the mind of Christ, be a thinker, be strong, speak, correct if you need to. You gotta, you gotta know how to do that. I can't tell you how to do that, okay? I'm me, you're you. But the bottom line, we need to have the mind of Christ. We're not called to just lay down. Yes or no? That's what's wrong with our country. People just laying down. It's horrible. I'm not talking about march and make crazy. I'm, do whatever you want to do, but do it in love, but do the right thing. Are y'all hearing me or not? Say, how do you do that? How do you, how do you know what that line is? How do, you, how do you have a wife and a husband, a wife and, and children and discipline? How do you know? You need help. You need the mind of Christ. I want to be salt and light in this town. Now, he's Gary Clark. He doesn't believe anything. You can just talk, you know what? No, I want you to know when you met me, you met somebody. You met me. I'm odd. I know that. But I'm a believer in Christ. I love the Lord. I still screw it up some. But if you berate on others, you're probably not going to get by with it. Y'all hear me or not? Just think about it. I don't know why, but think about it. So, I can have the mind of Christ. I can do this. I can be this. Say that out loud with me. I can have this. I can... Do this and I can. You don't sound convincing one more time. I can. I can. And I can. Amen. One more time with hands saying, you're not saying you're perfect, but you're saying God has changed my mind over the years. He has changed. Can I see some hand? He's changed my mind. Praise the Lord. We ought to thank. Come on. Thank the Lord. Come on again. Come on. Come on. Come on. So this is possible. So let's look at it. Let's look at it. Here we go. Let's look at it. The Bible says don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your what? Our mind is not to be what a political party says if it doesn't line up with the Scriptures. Did you just hear me clearly? I'm to have the mind of Christ. It's to usurp any other authority. Capiche or not? Say The mind of Christ, the mind of Christ, the mind of Christ. I'm not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of my what? Mind, that I can prove what's that good in my life, the acceptable, the perfect or mature will of God. Listen, when I was a, the Bible says when I was a a babe or a child, I thought as a child, I understood as a child. But when I became a man, or I became a woman, I put away childish things. When are you going to change your mind? When are you going to stop just exercising out of the the flesh all the time and out of your past and be new and alive in Christ and make good, sound decisions in your life? Yes or no? Amen. When is that going to happen? Some of y'all, y'all running out of time. Me too. He wants to change your mind right now. He wants us to be in Christ. He wants us to think like Him. I can't say that about anybody else on this planet. Think like Gary. Don't do that. But think like Jesus Christ. You can do that. You can have His mind. We're commanded. He made it possible for me. Jesus was made a little lower than the angels. He suffered death. He was crowned with glory and honor. That He, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. He came here for us. For verily, He took not on Him the nature of angels. He didn't come here as an angel. He came here as a human for us. So he could live out life down here. He could die, obviously, as a, as a sacrifice for our sins, but also to show us how we can live our life down here. Y'all hearing or not? You good? He didn't come as an angel. He took on the seed of Abraham. Wherefore, in all things it behooved him to be like unto his brethren, like us, that he might be a merciful and a faithful high priest. This is who you have. And things pertaining to God to make reconciliation for the sins of the people for that he himself, he suffered. He knows what life is like down here. Why don't you let him help you with your head? Y'all hear me or not? God loves me. Say that with me. God loves me. Jesus is at the right hand of the throne of God. Right now, the Bible says he ever lives to make intercession for you. He wants you to have the best life possible for his glory. That's what he wants for your life. The Bible says in verse 18, for in that he, Jesus himself, has, has suffered being tempted. I use the old King James. It says he is able to secure, succor them that are tempted. What does that mean? That actually means he is able to help. He's to come alongside and help us in our temptations, in our struggles in life. Jesus Christ's mind is the mind that Gary needs in my life. Amen? So, big setup. To, uh, to, to the points we're going to make. We don't have a high priest which can't be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. No. Jesus was in all points. Say it with me. Tempted. Just like. Just like me. Amen. Just like me. Gary, I did this. I did this life. I'm God, by the way, too. I made you in my image and my likeness. You'd be wise to listen to me, Gary. Hear me? Instead of your favorite newscaster do not you listen to the Lord a little more? Say, I know that's hard preaching. It just is what it is. You wonder why your head's screwed up. You don't have peace. You're fussing. That's not God's will. It can't be God's will for your life. Why don't you have the mind of Christ? He was at all points tempted like us, yet without what? Yet without what? That's why it ain't the mind of Ralph. And excuse me, there are whole churches that follow Paul. There's a whole big church movement out there following the Pauline epistles. Did you know it, we weren't told to have the mind of Paul? Did y'all hear me or not say? Paul had the mind of Christ because he met Christ on the road to where? To Damascus. We're not told to have the mind of Peter, but we, they make him the first pope. What are you doing? We need the mind of who? Flat out. You might say, he's angry. I'm not angry. I'm just having fun. (laughs) Yeah. What I'm trying to say is, any other mind is the wrong mind. Any other thinking is the wrong thinking. Period. Got it? This is where you need to be. This is where I need to be. So what is it, Gary? Here it is. Would you say this verse with me? Let this mind be in you, which was also... In Christ Jesus. Let's be a little weird. How about we're going to say that verse. And when it gets to you. You just say your name. Ready? Let this mind be in Gary. Which was also in Christ Jesus. One more time. Say your name. Let this mind be in Gary. Which was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus doesn't need your mind. It doesn't need to read. Let this mind be in you Jesus. Which was also in me. That's where we're screwed up. We need his mind in us. So now let's go with it and see how we can do that. Ready? Point number one. Point no, We only got two points. Two points. You're going to live. It's okay. Two points. Number one. Jesus did not grasp for power. You might say, that's odd. Well, I'm going to explain it to you. That's why you got me. Amen. Let's look at the scriptures. So verse five says, Gary, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And then he goes on and tells us what we need. What mind? This mind right here. Jesus mind who being in the form of God. Jesus thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Now if you just read that passage, it sounds great, it's nice, a lot of it's understandable, but this is hard. This is hard to understand what that means right there. But it's critical. It's umaro uno point number one in the mind of Christ. Y'all hear me or not? Here's the point. Here it is. Jesus didn't grasp for power. Was Joseph Jesus daddy? The answer is no. Who was Jesus, Daddy? The Holy Spirit. Yes or no? God. Was Mary his mama? Yes. Should we pray to Mary? No. Just threw that in there. But the fact is, listen, listen, listen. Jesus was the God-man. He was the God-man. There are no God-men left on this earth. Got that? He was it. If you're ever going to have a mind, you want to get it from the God-man. But here's what the God-man did. He left heaven for you and me. He didn't hold on to heaven. He didn't grasp and hang on. He came here. That's an important part to this mind thing. But here's the interesting thing. He thought it not Robert to be equal to God. He was God. He is God. But what was the point? His mind, let this mind be in you. Here's the point. He didn't grasp for power. Just give you an example. If I was the God man, if Gary would have been the God man, when somebody ran their mouth to me, I would shoot flames of fire out of my mouth and sizzle their rear end. That was me. Well, I would like to just do what bang against a wall. You know, that would be me. Did you know Jesus didn't do that? Did you know Jesus, when he was on this earth, he didn't hang on to the power that he had as God Almighty? Did you know he didn't spend his life down here going, you know, I can't believe I'm doing this. You know, I'm God and I'm not being respected. He didn't do any of that. He didn't grasp for power. Here's what's sickening and disgusting in the church is when we are sinners. We are sinners. And we have turned the place, the church of the living God, into a power grab. Did y'all hear me or not? You know the ground's level here at Fellowship. There's many of you, I hope you leave every Sunday, saying, I'm sure a better Christian than Pastor Gary. Because many of you are. I'm not above you. I am you. I am a sinner. There's no pecking order here. We don't elect people here to be above you or better than you. Did you just hear what I said? You can walk in this church anytime, and you're on the same ground we're all on. It's called level ground. Did you hear me? We don't want. I don't want to. I didn't when we started this church. I didn't want it. And I, it's not because I'm bright. I, it was just God bless me. That's all. Doesn't mean I have all authority. No, my authority is God and His Scriptures and doing the right thing. Yes or no? Amen. But the church has become a power place. It's like you can go to the homeless, the streets in the homeless today, and there'll be somebody running that little homeless outfit. I'm talking about in in the homeless area. They're homeless, but they're the head homeless. It's in the church. We always got the head whatever. That's a disgrace. We need to be humble. We need to have the mind of Christ in this church. Y'all hear me or not say, hey, let's praise the Lord because you need to praise the Lord right there. I'm telling you. And We do. We're not perfect, but we do. I just want you to feel, if you just, like I taught this couple today from North Carolina. Right there. Okay? Raleigh. You're new here. <laughs> it's not going to take you eight years to be able to serve the Lord. You should be able to serve the Lord. If you want to come here, come, start serving the Lord. I'm not above you. You hear me or not? I'm to be a blessing to you. I'm to be an encouragement to you. I'm to teach the Word. Yes or no? And uh, that's what I do. I do. So the point is, you cannot grasp for power. You cannot grasp for power. I'm not just talking about church power. In a marriage, while the man's ahead of the house, you're never going to have the happy marriage you could have. Guy came to see me this week. His wife just owned him all the time, being negative and hard and bossy. She doesn't have the mind of Christ. As a husband, being a husband at you know, belittles my wife. or That's not the mind of Christ. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? When you work with employees, it can be your company. But if you're working and treating other people, it's your company. You started it. That doesn't give you a right to mistreat people and, and browbeat people. Yes or no? Amen. Come on. What I'm trying to say, if you grab for power in anything, you don't have the mind of Christ. You cannot grab power. You know, look at me. I did this. You hear me or not? A lot of times people meet me for the first time. I know this is going to rub some of you the wrong way. first time you meet me, I, I did this there. Well, I guess that did it. Why don't you just tell me your name? Amen. I did this, I did that. I understand if you want to serve, I get that, but some so often it's uh I can't tell you how many people met me and they're pastors, but they really aren't. Why do they say that? That's like the ugliest name to ever be called. a pastor. You hear what I'm saying? I know I'm a little odd today, but my point is anytime we put power, any position of power, whether it's our work, where it's our family, where it's whatever it is, our social class, whatever it is, we do not have the mind of Christ and you will not have the mind of Christ. Are we on that one? You say whatever. You can fool us and make us think you've got the mind of Christ, but you don't have it. And you heard it from me. Amen. Number two. What's the next one? Well, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. That passage is called the kenosis passage, the emptying of yourself. Jesus emptied himself and he became like us to reach us. If he would have grasped for power, there would be no cross, there would be no salvation, there would be only hell. Got it? Okay. So we've got to empty ourselves. How do I do that, Clark? How do I not grasp for power? You have to empty yourself. Okay. Submit, humble to the Lord, get in God's Word, and God will help you. It, it's not a walk of perfection. He's, he's pretty merciful to us. Amen? It's about change. Change my mind, Lord. Change my mind. Number two, Jesus did not desire what? Now, it sounds like the same thing, but it's different. Because, see, Jesus could have grabbed God's power and... and the old song says, He could have called how many? 10,000 angels, but he died alone for you and me. See, and grass for power. Did y'all just see it in a song? Number two. He made himself of no what? And he took upon him the form of a bond slave. He was made in the likeness of humans. That was awful. Being found in fashions of man, he what? Homed himself, became obedient unto death, even death of the cross. If you get point one and two down that we got, a lot of that servant, that obedient thing, and the other things will start to get in line. Did I lose you on that? So point one, you can't grasp for power. He did not desire reputation. Can we just be honest again? How many in your life you've struggled with wanting a little bit of reputation? There's nothing wrong with that. I'll put my hand up with you a little bit of reputation, look at me, you know, just a little bit, you're lying. Who doesn't want people to think of us and, you know, your position and you're this and just It's just nature. But here's the thing. You can't desire that. If you want the mind of Christ, I'm going to Fellowship Church. Or maybe you get on the Chamber of Commerce in Englewood, Florida, which that's a big granddaddy of them. But let's say you get on that. But you're doing it to be seen. You're doing it so you can... Do y'all get me or not? You know, or you're going to take some, your neighbor's some pie or cake or something so they can know that you're head of the HOA. Which none of us like you. I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Anyway, so... Two points today. We're done. We're out of here. Number one, I cannot grasp for power if I have the mind of Christ. I can't be a power grabber in my marriage, in my home, in my job, in my church, in my anything. I got to stop that, and I have to ask God to help me. That is not His mind. He was God, I ain't say that. He was God, and I ain't. And it's funny, He's God and didn't do it, but we ain't God and we do it. It's crazy. You cannot have the mind of Christ and do that. That's number one. You will never have the mind of Christ. You might fool us. But one day the cookies are going to be on the bottom shelf and they're going to be counted. And you ain't going to be counted. Not that you're not going to heaven. But your effectiveness is going to be so weak compared to what it could have been. The mind of Christ. I cannot grasp for power. Number two. I cannot desire desire reputation. Is it a good thing to have a good reputation? Yes or no? Sure it is. Sure it is. But if it means you don't stand for Christ, because there's two things you can't talk about politics and what? The devil made that up. That's bull crap. Who said you telling me I can't talk about something? That's crazy. God's word doesn't say that. Why am I listening to you? I want the mind, the mind of Christ will free your tail up. It's good. You don't have to holler like I do. But the thing is, listen, listen, listen. We don't desire reputation. Okay? That means I, I can serve. I can want a good reputation. There's nothing wrong with a good testimony. We should have a good te- testimony, yes. But to want that, to let that be the driving force in my life, what people think of me, let's be honest. You've spent a lot of your life worried about what people think about you. Let me see some answers. Come on, don't lie. It's tormenting, isn't it? Some people are bent that way. you so bent that way, worried about what you think about them, they can't even be happy. You can be happy. You can have the mind of Christ. God loves you. You matter to Him. Amen? You need to be freed up. And you don't need to get reputation from me, what Pastor Gary thinks, or what somebody else thinks. Listen, if you have the mind of Christ, you're going to have plenty of reputation. Amen? So... Jesus was a servant. He humbled himself. He was obedient, but this was all part of his reputation. And Jesus did it all the way to the what? This can be your life. This can be your And we're going to do this series several weeks. We're just getting started. We're going to look at the words of Jesus, not the words of Gary. We're going to look at the words of Jesus. How did he think? Well, early on, he did it this way. I will not grasp for power. Say that with me. I will not grasp for power. Number two. He said, I will not desire reputation. Say that with me. I will not desire reputation. And Jesus did it. He was a finisher. We're to look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. He despised the shame. And now he's sat down at the throne of God. Don't you want to finish your life well? Not with your crazy head or my crazy head from Rockingham. I love it when people come here from Rockingham. And they see what the Lord has done. From crazy Gary, well, no, I didn't do it. I had a little part in it. See, he gets all the credit. Yes, Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on, he gets all the credit. Amen. Amen. So we're done with the message. Just another good starter for us. Say it with me: the mind of Christ. I can have this. I can, and I can, I can do this. Amen. Praise the Lord. Raj, are we done? We gotta be. Say the verse, I'll wear it on my arm. If you want to grab one today, it says Jesus Strong. They're free to you today. They're free all the time. They're color of skin. I tried to make color of my skin. That's all I could do. And uh, so it's a fleshly colored bracelet. It says Jesus Strong. I didn't make, wonder why I didn't make it hot pink. Because I didn't want anybody to see it. This is about me not being a person of reputation, a power grabber. This says on my arm, Gary Clark, you can do all things through me. You hear me? Praise the Lord. Let's thank the Lord for the word. i got to quit. Amen. I just kept rambling and rambling and rambling. Amen. Let's get up on our feet. Amen. Amen. Pastor Steve, are you very timely in your messages? Yes or no? It's your birthday. Don't lie. Are you timely? Pretty much. You are. I knew you were. Why don't you just be quiet? (laughs) Pastor, I hope you felt at home today. And uh, we've got other pastors here today. Many of them have retired. They're in our audience, our, our body of Christ today. But we want you to always feel like when you come to fellowship, it was a breath of fresh air. That you're loved and you matter. A lot of pastors don't know they matter. They don't know. But your love. We love the Joker, don't we, church? Come on, thank the Lord for him, him and his wife today. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's close respectfully instead of just running out. Lord, thank you for this awesome day. Thank you for the great music. Thank you for the body of Christ. Thank you for the love, the, also the freedom. And I imagine, Lord, I get on people's nerves a lot. But, Lord, may they look past me and see that Gary has freedom. Gary has freedom. I get to walk in freedom here. I just have freedom in Christ. Lord, you gave me that. I was bound. I was in bondage. I was lost. I was on my way to a devil's hell. And you freed me up. And Lord, over my life, you've been freeing me up more and more, letting me know I matter, that I have you. When I have you, I have everything. Lord, I pray others will see that today. I pray others that are ahead of the journey better than me. I pray I can learn more from them. But just bless us with this journey of having your mind. Lord, we need your mind. We live on a screwed up planet. You know it, Lord. And now we're seeing it better and better because we know you better and better. And it seems like it's getting worse and worse. Help me, Lord, to have your mind. I pray that for this congregation, for people watching online. And finally, with heads bowed, You can do it your way, or you can do it His way. The Bible says, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man can come to the Father but by me. There is no way to get to heaven. Get your sins forgiven, period, other than Jesus Christ. Period. If that sounds too blunt, well, it is just what it is. Jesus came. He was God's only son. He died on the cross. He rose from the dead. Have you put your faith and trust in Him? If you die today, do you know you'd go to heaven? Are you putting your trust in your church attendance? Maybe giving money. Maybe having a, an education. Maybe being a good neighbor, a good person. That's not going to get you to heaven. Only Jesus Christ can save you. You must put your faith in Him. That's the You talk about the mind of Christ. That is it. Right there. You must. Jesus said you must be born again. You must. There is no other way. He that has a son has life. He that does not have the Son of God has not life. Can I lead you in a prayer where you can put your faith in Christ today? The Bible says if you'll confess with your mouth Jesus and believe in your heart, down in your gut, that God raised Jesus from the dead, you'll be saved. Can I lead you in a prayer like I did back when I was younger? Like my mother did when she was older? Humbly, would you pray with me and mean it in your your gut? Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I don't need somebody else's mind. I need your mind. You're God, I'm not. And Lord, you came. You gave it all up for me. You became sin for me. That I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know what hell is. And I just want to say thank you today, Lord. Lord. I want you to know best I know how I believe in you, Jesus. I don't understand it all. You know I don't. But best I know how today, Lord, I'm not putting my confidence in Pastor Gary or any other preacher or in church or myself. I'm putting my confidence, my belief, my trust in you, Jesus. Save me today, I pray. Because I believe you died on the cross and I believe you rose from the dead for me. Thank you, Lord. Oh, oh, you've changed my mind, Lord. You've changed my mind. My mind is set on you. I believe in you. In Jesus' name. With heads bowed, how many would lift a hand and say, Pastor Gary, I said that prayer with you and I needed to say it. I meant it from the bottom of my heart. Can I see your hands all over? Wow. I love it when the double hands go up. (laughs) Amen. God bless you today. Amen. God bless you. Father, thank you as we leave this place. Bless us, Lord. Bless us. You said we're salt and light. Lord, we can't be that if we're still in our old way, our old thinking. So, Lord, light us up. May we look back this week and see where we've not grasped for power as much. We haven't worried about that reputation getting thing. Oh, God, help us to serve. Be obedient and humble, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. Have an awesome week. Amen.